What's up, Videolanders? I'm Brad. I'm Matt. And I'm Marshall. Welcome to Adventures in Videoland number 220. This is our last stand, and if we lose, it will become a planet of apes. I did not start this war. I fight only to protect apes. Apes. Together. Strong. Tonight, we will review war for the planet of the apes. Remember, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on Facebook at Adventures in Videoland. But we are critics with attitude, so sometimes, sometimes we go a little ape shit. <laughs> Wouldn't you say? Sometimes we go a little off book, a yes. locker room talk. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's indeed. what the president calls it. That's what the president talk, calls it, so right? it's, it's legit. It's, legit. it's a thing. And spoiler alert, if you don't want to know about the Great Ape War, then change the dial now. Do you think there's anybody out there listening to us with a dial? Like maybe in Antarctica or something? Yeah, maybe. Slapping the side of their... <laughs> there's somebody their, with, a, right. with a ham radio picking <laughs> <Their> radio. this up <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Alright guys, let's talk about the ninth feature film in the Planet of the Apes franchise, War for the Planet of the apes. All right, let's go around real quick. Keep it brief, and then we'll put a little bit more focus on it later. Mm -hmm. Matt, what did you think of Planet of the Apes? I liked it quite a bit. Um, I had some problems with the plot, which we'll get into later. But overall, I enjoyed spending time with these characters again, especially the ones that we've gotten to know throughout the entire trilogy. And I'd like to see where they went next. Um, just had an overall good time. Planet of the Apes is one of my favorite science fiction movies of all time. The original one, Charleston Heston. And even on a weekend, if I have nothing to do and I'm in the mood for some ape movies, I'll watch all the ape movies. Now, they do get, like, they get pretty low in quality as the movies go on, but I always sure. find something to love about them. What, do you, are you a fan of the Planet of the Apes movies? I saw the first one. I think I might have also seen the second one, but I've only seen bits and pieces of the rest of them. So this is probably more so my trilogy and my okay. Planet of the Apes than the originals were. Cool. Right on. I will say that the plot was okay. Uh, definitely, I think, the weakest part of the film. Um, the cast was phenomenal, as usual. Um, the characters, I struggled with a lot of character motivations and, and some decisions that were made in certain scenes. Um, effects... I'll be surprised if you see a better-looking movie in 2017. Right. This movie looks sharp. Mm -hmm. um, score, I think the score is pretty much perfect with hints of the original movie, even more so than uh, Rise or Dawn. I really got a apes boner when I heard some <laughs> of the music. Um, so what do you think, Marsh? Um, well, as you know, this was my most anticipated Mine this, too. This, well, this year. If you take out if Star Wars. If you take Wars. out Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> you always have to caveat yeah. if Star Wars is, it comes out that year. Um, yeah. Aside from Star Wars, this is my most anticipated because I've thoroughly enjoyed the first two. Um, I absolutely love Dawn. That was a fantastic movie. So I was really looking forward to, I guess, an anticipating this conclusion of the trilogy and seeing what was going to happen. So, um, but overall, uh, you know, it was a solid film. Uh, it was an enjoyable finale, potentially, I guess, mm -hmm. to this trilogy. Um, I'll agree with you that I think the plot was a little, if we're just doing generalities here, I think the plot was a little simplistic uh, and definitely could have been a bit stronger. Um, but the cast was fantastic. They were spot on. Uh, everybody did great work. The characters, um, we're very solid, but at times predictable and a bit cliche. 
unfortunately. Um, like you said, I think the effects, if it doesn't win an Oscar this year, oh wow, then I'm boycotting the next year because I don't know what they're looking for. It was, it was, if, if, I don't know. If, 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 Unless if something you watch really film, surprises us at the end of the end of year, I, I, mean, I don't see it. I could see the emoji movie making a hard push <laughs> at the end. But aside from that, I don't know what you want from effects because this was unbelievable. I was uh, I was leaving my job tonight and there was a um, um, a flyer up for the Indianapolis Zoo yeah. and it had uh, just an ape on there. Yeah. I had a double take because I thought it was Maurice. Yeah, it, it, that's how good these apes look yeah. in this movie. Honestly, since dawn, the most realistic looking one has been the orangutan. Has mm. been Maurice. I, mm. Every time I yeah. see it, I'm just so good. blown away at how lifelike it is yeah it's and this and this film kicked it up a notch which i was hoping it would do um you know a few years after dawn i, was, I figured probably just gonna get better and it did and it was just unbelievable um score like you said was great i i couldn't off the top of my head like hum any of the original track but it, i definitely felt like there were no you know nods to it um which was pretty awesome there are a lot of kind of nods towards the originals in this we'll get oh, yeah. into that i'm sure um so yeah they, there were there was a lot to love about this movie i had a great time watching it so all right let's put yeah. a little bit of focus on it okay um i think an appropriate place to start tonight is the title what did you guys think of the title war for the planet of the apes do you think it fits the movie because i think some people could leave the theater a little yeah. unsatisfied I, maybe it doesn't fit exactly what happens in the movie. There are definitely battle scenes, so you're going to get your money's worth in that. I do think it fits the mood of the film because there are heavy references to Apocalypse Now. Yeah. From the Vietnam references to the graffiti, um, uh, Monkey Killer, This Way to Hell, oh, Ape uh, Apocalypse Now, which is the most blatant. Oh, that's right. That's the, the, one of the ones <laughs> yeah, that... Yeah. I forgot all the ones on the helmet. That was one. Yeah. That's a great shot, too, yeah. going up the hill. Was, and you start that's like the first shot in the film, cool. too. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's a great shot. I like shot. seeing that. It was, it was right at the bat. You knew what type of movie this was going to be. Um, yeah, so it is a war in some sense because it does continue... The war between humans and apes that started in the first one but i know what you guys have been saying it really is caesar's personal war so it's more of a, of a revenge story yeah yeah it's if you go i guess yeah if you go into it thinking war on on that scale modern gonna, 2017 context you know, yeah if you're going with that if you're going with mm-hmm. war i think you're gonna yeah you're gonna be a little taken aback because it doesn't have that scale yeah. of war. It's it's like Matt said, um, a few, few big battles. Um, I I've, I think like you have had some issues with the titles of these movies. Well, I knew it was going to be like I heard a couple months back. Like I didn't know too much about the movie, but I knew it was not a war movie. Yeah. But I did not know it was a revenge film. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because well, in a lot of senses, I mean, it is a war film. It's not Saving Private Ryan. It is an Apocalypse sure. Now. A lot of references to Apocalypse Now, but it's more of a I would say like a bridge over River Kwai or like a. Um, more of like a great escape, yeah. You know, kind of war, well, especially exactly. the third act, which we're going to get into. Yeah. So, but there's even a track um, on the score called "Planet of the Escapes." <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah, which is a which is yeah. a great uh, yeah. track. Yeah. But you know, I, I find myself wondering, you know, if it was a better title for this, like re- yeah. re- "Revenge." Like you look back at Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars was supposed to uh, "Return of the Jedi." 
was originally Revenge. called Revenge yeah. of the Jedi. Um, I, it might have gave away too much of the movie. I don't know. But it could have been Revenge of the Humans, too. I think uh, Revenge uh, of the Planet of the Apes would have been a great title for yeah. this movie. Yeah. Um, I, I think they were thinking, like you said, war in the context of there's maybe a finality to this battle between humans and apes. Yeah. So I think that's probably why they wanted that stronger word. But yeah, it is... Because the great escape of the apes... The escape of the apes. Does. Yeah, it just sounds like they're running away. Or, <laughs> right. it, and honestly, for me, I always thought Dawn should have been the first one. And then Rise. And then Rise. Yeah. yeah. And then whatever this one. Which so I it, did like the opening of the movie, too, how it kind of reminded you what happened. It yeah, that was Rise, really, Dawn, yeah, and their, War. That was, it looked with, really cool. I liked it how really it was cool. presented on the screen. With the text, yeah. That yeah, I thought it was a little bit odd just because we hadn't seen that before and also seemed a little bit like what a lot of other movies have done. Um, in terms of that, like the like prologues, I think the better one was in Dawn where you just have this news footage, like some of it created footage and some of it um, archival footage about, you know, what oh, exactly has happened between films, like how this virus spread and all that. Gotcha. And it catches you up and also furthers the story. But but that's been done before, too. Yeah, so. um, I liked it, though. But on this one, it, I mean, it, I did, it was, it did set the right mood, especially with, the, like, the colors of the titles turning red, like, mm-hmm. all that. So... Yeah, so no, you no can you can do anything you want with this third movie here, okay? Mm-hmm. I remember going when I left Dawn, I couldn't wait for the trilogy, and I was I, I threw away around some ideas of where I wanted that that next movie to go, mm-hmm. and I, I still I don't know if re- a revenge movie is the appropriate route. What do you guys yeah. think? Is, is there another angle you would have rather taken? Is there another journey you would have rather gone on than than this war that this this revenge western? I think I probably would have liked to see a bigger scale. Like, from the trailers, you wouldn't know this is mainly Caesar's personal revenge story. You would have thought, well, it's all the apes against all the humans, and it would have been a bigger scale, but it is much smaller scale because there's only a few battles, um, and it's not a war film, like, from beginning to end. Yeah. So Because I like when the war elements are there, like yeah. the beginning. I like that platoon-esque, mm-hmm. you know, uh, right. Phil. Right. You know, right. at, the, at the very end, mm-hmm. there was a... I'll walk into that. I had a couple problems with that, but there's I, for the the battle scenes for the most part, I really enjoy that we're on screen. But I I think it would have been really interesting to see both sides, the humans and the apes, actually going to war together, and then yeah. having that Moses type Exodus moment like, with Caesar. You know, and yeah. we we get that in a way, but there's some there's some issues or some beats I have with Caesar's journey itself. Yeah, uh, which I can't wait to get into with you guys tonight. No. Um, I would I would have liked to have seen. For me, what I was anticipating, and I guess, yeah, like what I would like to have seen was more an actual, like you said, humans versus, I don't want to get into too many spoilers, but... Yeah, it's spoilers. But yeah, it's all on. It was, it was, we'll delve into it deeper, it was disappointing that this war for the Planet of the Apes was really him and the Colonel. Yeah, and like, really. well, what about all those other guys that we see at the very end? Mm-hmm. Where's their story? Where's, like... Like this is this is the end all be all of this battle for the planet, and we see like one minor battle kind of like I just I wanted more. I would have liked to have seen, I guess, a fuller, more movie. Yeah. Than a battle movie. Yeah, and let's talk about that real quick since we're there. Let's talk about the war. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I get it, right? You have the apes and you have the humans. It's inevitable, you know, especially mm-hmm. after the end of Dawn, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, they called in the soldiers and uh, it, the war is on. Yeah. I don't understand 
you have Woody Harrelson's criminal, right? Mm. And he uh, he doesn't look like he has a lot of forces, does he? No. He doesn't have helicopters. He doesn't no. have a lot well, of he's transport. A, he's a rogue. Yeah, he's, right. he's Colonel army. Kurtz from Apocalypse yeah. Now, yeah, but right. a watered-down version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which I which I thought was a little bit uninspired casting. Like, I thought Woody Harrelson was okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was okay. Um, but I think that you could have... I don't know. There's a, there's someone else out there that would have brought something a little bit more, yeah. some more heft to it, you know. Yeah. But for for the most part, I thought Woody Harrelson was okay. But the war itself, I don't know, man. Like, if you're out there and you have the military with the helicopters mm-hmm. and you have all these resources, yeah, I get it. Colonel Kurtz over here, <laughs> okay, wannabe. He's a madman. Yeah. But there's so much other shit going on with yeah. apes and the war. Yeah. Do you even? Go after this motherfucker like they do yeah. at the end of this movie. Exactly, and but that's that's, I don't that's get part it. of it too. Like, w- what are these fuckers doing the whole time? Like, why do I see them at the end for five minutes? Well, then what happens to them after that? Because they, like you said, they've got the full military, and then at the end, the apes don't battle them. So what? <laughs> what happened? Do they yeah. just? Am I just assume they die off? Like, is this is this that mutant gene just ends up taking over everybody? Like, I just felt like I wanted more people involved than yeah. just. Caesar and the Colonel and those those factions fighting yeah, each other. Yeah, I mean, unless we want to assume that, are we? Well, I guess if it's all spoilers, <laughs> um, unless we're spoilers gonna, abound. Yeah, unless we're going to assume that all of those went, like the snow soldiers died in the avalanche, and there's no more that they uh, can send up after. Yeah, but yeah. other than that, um, regarding the Colonel, though, I was thinking in terms of Woody Harrelson, maybe. If you want to see, definitely see him as like a fringe element, like a, a guy that you wouldn't think as being like a, a rebel military leader. He works in that way. Um, since if you, I mean, as a contrast to someone who you would like to see as more of a strong military leader, like say, I mean, going in the past, maybe like something like Ernest Borgnine or something like that, someone to, or with or Richard Burton with gravity or something, but like. If he's like some just a wannabe punk who um, who just thinks he can be this badass military leader, well, he, but he did have he had a motive behind it. Yeah, you and know, like his yeah, he, they the had his too. motive that I guess he felt. I don't remember like exactly. Did he feel like he was the only one that really knew about this mutant gene? Well, no, because well the, also because his son died yeah. from the virus. That's yeah. his. Well, he shot him. He shot him. Just his son. He's well, yeah, issue. but the virus took him first, and he felt yeah. he had to kill yeah. his son because he didn't want yeah. him to be seen as weak. And that's his, his whole thing was about that too. Well, he even says that there's other people out there. There's some other military squad that he was probably yeah. in cahoots with at some point. Yeah. He even says that you know they they said. They think there's a cure out there. Yeah. You know? And he says, he says, no. Yeah. Kill everybody. And at this point, when resources are thin and you're only one, you only, you have like these, these groups or these sections of military, it's like, I would let Colonel Kurtz over here, okay? Yeah. I would leave him the fuck alone with his yeah. crazy people. And if his people don't want to die or they don't want to follow that cause, then it's up to them to try yeah. to get the hell out somewhere. Survive on their own. Yeah. So yeah. I did not like that. I just, I did not understand. And it reminded me of, uh, of Dark Knight. Okay, Dark Knight Rises, right? Yeah. One of my big problems with Dark Knight Rises is what does Gary Oldman do, okay? Commissioner Gordon, he sends every fucking cop into the sewer, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what is a, they have all these references to Apocalypse now, right? Mm-hmm. What do they do? What do, how, who do they send to kill Colonel Kurtz in Apocalypse now? They, they send the whole fucking army 
They send yeah, one man, yeah, yeah, okay? Yeah. It would be so easy to take out this colonel. You know, he's walking yeah. all over the goddamn place. Yeah. Send some recon. You know, send one dude to kill him. Just but no, we get the out. whole goddamn military. So I was really upset yeah. with that. I just didn't understand the motivation of the other side. Well, and Fuck that's part of that too. Like, then, then show us the other side. Show us their motivation. Like, give us all aspects. Give us the apes. Give us uh, the colonel. And his, his, uh, you know, um, theory and why he's going to war, and then give us the other side of, you know, why they're at war, and then why all three of these are, are factions are fighting each other. Yeah. But they didn't do that, and so yeah, you're left to wonder why are they so fascinated with this bald psychopath? <laughs> I know. It, <laughs> I'm not talking about you. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. It, Did you like Woody Harrelson's performance? I liked it a lot. Uh, I thought. He was. He did, did a good job of showing that he's ruthless. Uh, we already talked about his personal motivation. Um, I especially liked his use of the use of the Star Spangled Banner to rally his troops. That was good. I like that. That was uh, pretty uh, perverse but effective. Um, let's see. Did, did you watch Spider Man? I haven't seen uh, Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah, I haven't seen yet. Okay, like I would go if you're gonna take villain over villain, you know here. Um, especially two huge juggernaut tentpole movies, you know, mm-hmm. head to head. Um, I'm gonna go Michael Keaton. You yeah. know, like I think I think Woody Harrelson. He was he was a safe bet. Again, I have no problem with his performance. Yeah, he was supposed to do his best Marlon Brando. You know, yeah. and that's what he did. He was the crazy guy that was obsessed with taking out the apes, and so he he did his job. Yeah. I, I did not hate his performance. Yeah. You know, so. I actually come to think of, it, I did think he was a bit subdued. Like he could have been more heightened and more crazy and more. Well, that's intense. why I think I think okay. like yeah, and so because Marlon Brando was very soft spoken uh-huh. in Apocalypse Now. Yeah. The first time that he confronts Caesar, he's like has his shades on, he's talking yeah. very mm-hmm. soft. And you could you can tell that he's trying to channel that kind of performance. Yeah. But it's no Marlon Brando. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No Marlon Brando. Right. What'd yeah, you guys think? I, Go ahead. I, I thought it was an adequate performance. I thought it was fine, but it is it did seem to fall into a lot of cliches. Cliches, yeah. And and that's tough because that's the way the character's written was, like you said, a lot um, borrowed from those other characters. So there's only so much he can do with it. Yeah, true. Um, thinking back on it, I mean, I kind of... He was my... Yeah, he was... I didn't have that many problems with Woody Harrelson. It would just seem... Yeah. Like, I think there's some um, yeah. more inspired casting out there for sure. Exactly. Like Jack yeah. Black or something. Jack Black. <laughs> Not a whole lot else to say uh-huh. about him. Um, well, what his you... personal style, I guess, was all right. Um, what were we going to say? So the, the reveal of the simian flu... Okay, oh. he's the one who reveals um, yeah. that there's a simian flu, and mm. if it evolves any further, um, you know, the whole human race is going to die of this. And it butts yeah. up real nice to Planet of the Apes, you yeah. know, because um, right when you watch Planet of the Apes, I think 1968, mm-hmm. you have Charleston Heston and his, his, his crew, they land, and, and they're running, and they're being herded like cattle, like he says mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. And uh, did you like how they brought that full circle, um, the story of the simian flu, and why we are going back primitive and why we lose yeah. we go mute well, yeah I, I did like how it's a hell of a drug isn't it yeah yeah <laughs> i did like how the colonel introduced it in a personally motivated dialogue rather than just being an info dump i mean you got yeah. the story of how he came first found out about the simian flu how it affected his son why he's so upset about what happened and then we transition into that into the larger picture about of how the flu is going to wipe out all humans, so they have to fight in order to protect themselves against the apes. Yeah. 
No, you're, I think you're right. I think it was done in a... Uh, it was done well, the reveal of of um, what it is. It, like you said, it wasn't just an info dump of yeah. like, oh, well, here's the simian flu and here's what it does. It was actually a personal story for him, so that <clears throat> carried more weight. I liked it. I was... As it went through it, the reveal, like it... You know, I was processing it all in my head. Well, how does this move into the original... Planet of the Apes, and I was thinking, well, how do yeah, how do how all of a sudden do humans just shut up and become slaves and stuff? So it was nice to see that they worked a, a reasoning into, yeah. and, you know, oh well, there's a mutation in the simian flu that then mutes and uh, whatever you want to call uh, human capacity. So so yeah, so they're more slave like yeah, and more animal like. Takes us back to a primitive to, mentality. Pr- yeah, more primitive. So it's like okay, well then yeah, now I can see how. You know, I was doing trying to do the math in my head earlier with Matt. Right. Like, okay, well, because they introduced Cornelius in this oh. one, and so I'm like, okay, well, if he's in his like 30s or something like that, then probably it's been about a hundred years since Charlton Heston took off in his spaceship. Yeah, I don't even know the timeline, but it's been. I a don't while know, but now. so it's like, okay, so you got another 30 years of this of this flu attacking civilization. So okay, I could see then how you just have these bands of primitive humans, and they're you know. Wrangling them yeah. up and, and I like how that I like how it was state, so. I like how it was handled. Um, I kept on thinking of theater though, like man, that Alzheimer drug. Yeah, and what yeah. a that's a hell of a drug. <laughs> that's yeah. a hell of a drug. Yeah. I'm glad they actually kept that through line throughout the entire movie. How they actually um, reminded us that all of this did happen because humans were so eager to make money off of uh, cure to Alzheimer's and that they were didn't really care about the effects too much. I mean, Will in the first movie he does warn his boss that we should test this out yeah. because it could have dangerous side effects, but the other guy didn't care. He said, "Fuck it, we're going on." Yeah. <laughs> um, so I did like that and I mean, mutations to viruses do happen in nature. I mean, mm-hmm. there's like the shingles virus that arises from the chickenpox like a dormant chickenpox virus. So it does happen. So it's believable mm-hmm. in that sense and it- the be like the being mute. I mean, the fact that you know hu- apes become humans and humans become apes. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's nicely poetic. It might yeah. not be realistic, but from a story standpoint, it's very poetic. Yeah, it, I, it carries a lot more weight. I think now when you think of the end of the original Planet Apes, when you know Charlton Heston screaming, you know, what have you done, like yeah. you fools, yeah. and like uh-huh. like now you can think back and be like, yeah, yeah. we fucking did this to ourselves. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. we, we we got a little too big for britches yeah. and, and, and we wiped ourselves out because and that's to say yeah. if they are going to connect it to Charleston Heston's Planet yeah, of the Edge or right. if they're connecting themselves to their own mm-hmm. Planet of the Edge which I'm all about I yeah. want to see that for them to kind of yeah Take that next step. Yeah, I, w- I would like to see a Planet of the Apes, just Planet of the Apes remake, yeah. but done yeah, right with this team. I think uh, that'd be fantastic. I haven't even seen the Tim Burton one, so I can't compare it to that. Yeah. It probably might be a good thing not to, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that Tim Burton one. I saw that. I Donkey paid to shit. see that one for some reason. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> I love okay. good money on that one. Uh-huh. Well, we're still with kind of Colonel Kurtz here. I did want to talk about the third act avalanche scene. Okay? Yeah. Because we were talking about the, the war and the yeah. soldiers. Yeah. Ugh, this that, movie is that. too good, I think, in a lot of areas. Yeah. To succumb to such a tentpole yeah. third act yeah. killing. Kind of cop out. Yeah, it's a cop out, isn't it? Yeah. Because tell me, tell me if you, I think the scene works better. Okay. You know they've already set up the simian flu, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Caesar, he he gets his people out. He gets his monkey. Let my people know. He, <laughs> he gets his. Let my 
Let my apes go. Yeah. <laughs> I needed that line. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> so he gets his apes out, and they go off to their land of milk and honey, right? Mm-hmm. And you see the soldiers going in. I think it would have been better not to see what happened to both sides there, because you know, no matter what yeah. happens, yeah. they all lose. All good, right. They I mean, all lose because of the simian flu. I did not need a win. fucking avalanche. Yeah. yeah. I was also thinking that, you know, it's enough to know that the humans can wipe each other out and they don't really need apes. Yeah. So that's yeah. what kind of was I was thinking. I was thinking, okay, here comes the military. They're going to wipe each other out. Caesar's just going to take off and say, well, you can just take care of yourselves. Well, I, mean, uh, I don't you, even want to know how much that cost because yeah, it was so yeah. unneeded. Yeah. And if I mean, you, if you, the only part I liked about it was just um, Caesar standing up there and just the moment before when he's just looking at all the troops, how they're like yeah. eyeing each other up. It's just, that was it's, cool it's a pretty, yeah, cool that was a good moment. That was a pretty cool moment. But, but if you want to jump into it, if we can go a different yeah, route, yeah. that's some of the issues I had with Caesar's character was his motivations. Okay. Well, and Paul's you, right there because I want to, okay. I want to bring, I want to, I want to dance with you on this okay. one. Okay. Cause I think, I, I can't wait to see if we line up the same. Okay. But um, I just wanted to say one more thing about that. Is like they, I think they end up surrendering to that big budget formula. Yeah. But what's odd to me is the whole. And they didn't do that in Dawn. Well, they didn't do it like well, they did the third act, I think, with the with the Koba and oh. and you know yeah, fight on the big, true. you know, so yeah. but not yeah. as much. Like not I can handle much. that. I think it's I think it's more more yeah. so here. Yeah. Um. But this whole movie is like I could see some people getting bored. Not I mean I like. Respectful storytelling, like I like yeah. the uh, I like that this was more of a drama than mm-hmm. anything, you know, because it's like they're taking this franchise serious, mm-hmm. and I like that. And this whole movie is so um, bleak, mm-hmm. right, and dramatic, and then you end with a fucking avalanche, yeah, yeah. explosions and a big avalanche, and yeah. yeah. So I don't get that. Yeah. So yeah, okay, yeah. I know we're all just waiting to get into Caesar. Okay, so let's okay. talk about our main protagonist, Caesar. His character goes from pet project in Rise to a leader in Dawn to a Moses figure leading the Exodus in War. So let's talk about everything Caesar. Are you guys happy with Caesar's character arc in War? I do overall because he, I mean, he deserves the focus of the film just because he's been the focus of the entire trilogy. So I'm cool with that. I do want to say first off that from the very beginning of the film, noticing how he was speaking so much, since he didn't speak nearly as much in the first yeah. two films, uh, it makes sense to me from a story standpoint, because in the previous film, he's telling Malcolm, Jason Clark's character, that he's come to realize that apes and humans aren't so different after all. So I was thinking maybe this is him realizing that since... Maybe at this point he's more human than ape, then he wants to speak more to distinguish himself from just an ape. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I also get that he speaks a lot because the humans can't understand sign language, so that's the only way he can speak to them. What or, do the other ones talk as much? The ones that he broke out and that and... I don't know. The only thing I can think of is that not, I mean, not all of them were exposed to the virus, but even the ones that were, yeah, like Maurice guess, doesn't even know. talk that much. My guess yeah. is since he was like the central. Mm-hmm. Of this, of this virus. But then you have bad, might... bad ape who he just listens, you know, and yeah. he, can, he can put it together. So I don't understand the the rules of vocabulary yeah. in this yeah, movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there. Maybe I'm missing something. There. Maybe no, I'm missing I something. That was weird too. I think, so. Yeah, but, I, but I first it could off, just be their personal preference. Maybe some just don't want to talk be. as much. Maybe some are more comfortable. Well, that's what it was. That's what it goes back to what I was saying. Like they feel comfortable using sign language or not speaking because they want to feel like an ape. And maybe uh-huh. if they have, 
Yeah. Personal prejudices against speaking English because they English maybe, because they connected so much to what humanity is, or maybe he's just evolving yeah. a little bit quicker. Maybe certain ones evolve a little and, bit quicker. Yeah, so and I'm, that up, ability up. I'm glad that he talked more in this though, mm-hmm. because eventually, yeah. I think it was handled well to the extent of rise, dawn, and war. They slowly fed us that vocabulary. Like yeah. the first time he talks in. And rise is so yeah, powerful, right, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they do eventually need to get to that point. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, the next film, three films from now, or if we're just going to butt it up against Planet of the Apes, which this money, this movie is making so much money that they sure. will be a fourth one. But they have to get to that point where thirty years down the road, all the apes are talking, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that they introduced it more, more mainstream here, yeah. Yeah. and then yeah. they can take even, yeah. you know, a further leap uh, next one. True. Um, but I think the, it works as a slow and steady build rather yeah. than just like all of a sudden all the apes are talking and. And uh, I, so I, I have the, a small, small yeah. grape. Okay, um, I watched the second time um, with my wife. She didn't get to go with me the first time, mm-hmm. and um, I, I just want to see if you guys took this scene the same as I did. All right, it it's, doesn't really do too much to the movie, but we're talking about how Caesar's talking. Right, right. The, the first time that you see Caesar in this movie, he's going down the trench, you know, and he, they, he finds out that all these soldiers died, all these apes died, mm-hmm. and he's talking to I think his name is Preacher, right? That the, the uh, he's the uh, um, the the American soldier, okay. and I just thought it was really weird. It's like they were giving each other so much information, yeah, about each other. Like he's like, hey, you know, we've been looking for you forever, okay, but um, we almost gave up because we thought you were dead. And I'm just that, like, yeah, it was a little weird. He just like offered everything up, offered everything up. He was yeah, like, we thought true. you were dead, and you know, That's and then true. Caesar, even I forget what he says, but he even says like, yeah. you know, all his whole <laughs> story. I'm like, Jesus Christ, guys, this is not war talk, yeah. you know. I do feel that. Did maybe, you get that at all, or were you no, cool with that? I'm. I didn't really notice that, but I just. I'm just yeah, thinking that maybe, that maybe Caesar's too trusting. I think he's too optimistic and hopeful maybe. that. There's not going to be ultimately a big war against humanity. Like, they, despite everything that has happened, he still believes in peace. I mean, he always says throughout the entire film, you know, like I did not start this war, et cetera, et cetera, like multiple times, because he wants everyone to know that I'm for peace and I don't think we should be at war. So, yeah. yeah. But that makes some of his motivations in this film tricky. Right, yeah. that I have difficulties coming with. out of okay. left field. I, th- yeah. I can't wait to see if we have yeah. the same problem. <laughs> I had a huge problem with his journey because Caesar, I can understand him thinking he's Koba for a while, right? Yeah. Um, at the beginning of this movie, you know, obviously we said spoilers at the beginning. This is huge spoilers right here. Yeah. Um, you know, you have this this great scene where you know uh, the colonel comes down and he kills um, uh, Bright Eyes. He kills um, you know Caesar's uh, wife. It yeah. goes up in the waterfall, and uh, I thought that was pretty powerful. I love how all that was filmed. I love yeah. how all that was the uh, um, the raid on their their fortress, yeah. the waterfall yeah. fortress. I thought that was handled brilliantly. So after this, okay, my first big problem with Caesar is he just leaves. Okay, so I'm like, okay, okay, hold up, hold up. It's like, all right, he's going through this depression, grief. this grief. Mm, yeah. He's angry. He's going on this revenge. Okay, journey yeah. now, but. He's 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 a good leader. He's yeah. always shown himself to be a good leader. He does not tell, you know, like he gives his son to Lake, right? Mm-hmm. And he he tells he doesn't tell anybody else. Like here's your new leader. You yeah. Go with Maurice or go with Rocket. Yeah. Um, he they're gonna they're gonna lead you yeah. here because uh, the two people that went 
um, on the journey was um, oh, his, his son oldest, and yeah. Rocket, right? Yeah. And then, so I'm like, okay, well, maybe, maybe, right? But yeah. then, who comes up and says, let us go with you? Rocket? Yeah. Luca? And Maurice. And Maurice. Yeah. His three main guys. Yeah. Okay? And he's not like, no, go back. You need to lead them. Because I, maybe the tribe, okay, would have been okay. Well, I think he briefly said, like, don't come with Yeah, he did. But he it does. was like, no, we're coming. Like, okay. Okay, yeah. And I'm thinking to myself... <laughs> I thought myself, I'm like, they're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what happens to them? They get fucked. They're fucked. And I'm like, yeah. that is not a Caesar thing to do. Yeah. Because they would have been okay, I think, with Maurice or with Rocket sure. leading the way. And then later in the movie, okay, I'm like, God damn it, Caesar, Come right? On. Yeah. He's in the cell and he yeah. goes, he looks over to his son. He sees his son. He's been captured, right? Because the all the apes were captured, right? Yep. Because they didn't have no leadership. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's in the cell. He looks over to his son. He goes, I have done a wrong thing. You know, I forget exactly yeah. what he says, but yeah. he's like, man, what have I done? Yeah, and I'm like, I, I, yeah. I needed that, okay? Yes. I needed that. I needed that line, okay? Because he was talking about like how he's like, Koba. Mm-hmm. And then what does he do? He fucking leaves him again. He leaves him <laughs> again to go after the colonel. Yeah. And then what happens? They get mowed they get the fuck fucked. down by a machine gun. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck are you I, doing in this movie? Exactly. I... <laughs> You have this. Simpatico. You have, I, I couldn't. I could not believe it. Every time I was like, I was like, I understand the grief and the the need for revenge. Mm-hmm. But he's proven through these two movies, like you said, he's a strong leader, yeah. and he's and he strongly believes in like apes go over here, humans go over here. We're at peace. I don't want a war. Yeah. And now in this movie, he's like, fuck it, I want a war. <laughs> yeah. And and then like you said, and then he learns. He's like, oh shit, what do I do? All these guys, they're all captured now. All but all the apes are captured. My son, my family's dead. Oh shit! Fuck it, I'm gonna go after this guy again. How, like, come on! How how cool would it have been in that in that last hour if he looks up and he's looking up at the colonel's bedroom, right? Yeah. Where he's where he comes out every day, shaves his head, right? He just looks up there and he goes, "You know what? I'm not like Koba. All right, I'll be your Moses." Yeah. You know, yeah. And a little leads, cliche, a little and, heavy, yeah, yeah. but at least it feels right. It feels right because then what did he what did he learn about himself then if he sees his son? And he goes, you know, oh, what have I done? And yeah. there, was, there was that moment there where he accepted his stupidity. Because, like, a lot of people will say, Marshall, Matt, yeah. he's a flawed character. He was grieving. I'm like, yeah. he might be flawed, but he's yeah. not stupid. He's not stupid. Mm-hmm. And then his exactly. whole, the, all the apes get mowed down in front of those two yeah. rocks, just ping-ponging back and forth yeah. while machine gun fire. I had a huge problem. Matt, did. did you have that same issue? I had the issue that he rushed to judgment too much, and it, it was very much out of character. Um, it had consequences, at least. I mean, yeah. it did have consequences. Both times. Both times. <laughs> both times he became Koba. It had consequences, at least. At least it right. you know, wasn't like, you know. I mean, symbolically, the the whole flashbacks to Koba, him seeing Koba in his mind, worked well because, A, you don't forget about Koba, and B, um, I mean, it's it's... It says that he's worried about becoming too human and too aggressive without spelling out too much, if yeah. you know who Kobe is. But, um, and then at the end, when he finally confronts the colonel, it turns out he doesn't even have to kill him because the colonel's willing to kill himself yeah. because yeah. he has the virus. Yeah. But I did like how he briefly struggled about, well, am I going to kill him? Am I not going to kill him? And then he finally decides, no, I'm not like Koba. I'm not. But I wish that I could have happened one error prior. Yeah. Like, yeah. you didn't need, you know, yeah. it would, it, 
Was he it showing was, him mercy there? Because um, he knew he was going to shoot him. I mean, but he was yeah, showing restraint. He, he was showing restraint. He was showing restraint because Mia could have killed him, but that would have been uh, literally overkill yeah. because he was dying anyways. Yeah. And if you want to talk about yeah, his uh, wrong character arc for, for, for Caesar, if he had yeah. actually killed him uh-huh. when he was turning, you know, when he was <laughs> basically, yeah, you know, devolving on his own. Yeah. That, could that have would have been, been Koba. Yeah, that would have been too much. Could have been a movie ruining movie. Yeah, moment. if he had done that, I'd probably yeah. be like, "What's because going I on? like the uh, the comparisons between him and Koba. I thought that was yeah. great, yeah. but he's not Koba. Yeah, you yeah. know, and I don't see him making. I was completely happy when he said, "What have I done?" Because I'm like, "Yeah, motherfucker." That's what I've been thinking this whole movie. <laughs> yeah. But now you own up to it, yeah. and now you're gonna save the apes. But now he, you lead him out and just but he turns let the again. humans and fight I, each other. I was like, "What the fuck?" That's your finale. Yeah. Yeah. So it was was already. um, And I, I I have to say, Andy Serkis killed it in this movie, though. Every scene, I thought his. This is probably his best performance. Gollum, Mm -hmm. apes. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think, I think this is a Return of the King moment that I think he gets an Oscar nod. I I I don't think he'll win. He's so good. I think they will. I think seeing this. Progression. This progression, this, this, yeah, this, this collection of performances as this character, I think they I hope they give him a nod, at least, mm-hmm. you know. At least an honorary him. Oscar or something. I, don't, I think it's something. early, like, yeah. to do an honorary Oscar. But yeah. I think they could at least give him a nod and say, hey, at least we recognize, even though he's this digital character in all these movies, he's acting and he's right. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he keeps bringing it every every film yeah. so I think they, I hope to see that I don't think they got the guts to give it to a digital character I mean it was such a complete performance too I mean it wasn't complete. just the voice work it was yeah. the facial work it was the body movements it yeah. was bringing yeah, his voice uh, too like yeah. he spoke a lot in this movie distinct mm-hmm. voice very distinct personality I mean he owned the character completely top yeah. to bottom top and that's, bottom, not, that's about all you can ask I think there's a lot of flaws on written page Okay. Right. Yeah. But not but he through, did what he could with it. Yeah. He did yeah. absolutely the best he could with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, an, yeah. It's it's just an awesome performance to watch. So it I is. stayed away from all spoilers. I had no idea if he's gonna live yeah. or if he's gonna die. Mm-hmm. Are you guys cool with him leading them to natural resources, um, dying a hero next to Maurice? I was actually kind of glad that he did die, given that right before in the compound there was that guy who was shooting at him. He was appeared to dodge the bullets. And I was thinking, well, come on, how many times can you cheat death? Yeah. Yeah. So in that That's sense, true. I was glad that I felt that was a little matrixy. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was Literally. wounded, and he finally died. And yeah. as much as I don't like to compare movies, I did think this is was old man Logan moment. Yeah, maybe. Like uh, he he um, completed what he set out to do. There wasn't a whole lot, or at least he felt there wasn't a whole lot or else he could do. Um, as this hero figure and decided it's my time. I mean, he can do anything about it anyways because he's dying from in- his injuries. But um, especially that moment between Caesar and Maurice, which, I mean, I liked their, in that, that duo throughout the entire They should win an MTV award for best yeah, on-screen duo. Best definitely. Best on-screen duo, mm-hmm. Maurice and Caesar. Absolutely. Yeah, they it's were awesome. fantastic. They're fantastic. They are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The I mean, last two films, I love watching them together. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that. Uh, I mean, I think it was. He needed that character arc. I think mm-hmm. he, I, he needed to die in this one. Yeah. I think you know. Uh, I, I would have been happy with another one, but I think for the most part, um, after all the bullshit's done and mm-hmm. leading him to where he needed to be, 
Um, I think it was a it was a good death. Yeah, you know, it was I mean, a good, he he saw his journey through. Death. You know, he saw the culmination of all of his efforts to get the apes to a safe place where they can, you know, live their lives in peace and. In and harmony. Get, in harmony. Milk and honey. And it just so happened until Charlton Heston shows up. But, in, you yeah. know, it just so happened that I he did. was injured and dying at the same time, so it made for a nice Did finale. you like that pan up to the sky? I'm sure that's oh, why they did that, really right? I didn't recognize that. Yeah, so uh, I don't know if you guys... And I, I haven't heard if they did this on purpose, but I, I did, it has to. I mean, they're in the desert, a big uh, pond of... A big, you know, body of water, mm-hmm. and then the camera just pans up to the sky. Interesting. Which is where Icarus yeah. is at, you yeah. know, okay. currently. Yeah. yeah. Do you, what are your thoughts on, do they keep doing, do they keep doing this? What do they, if Caesar's dead now, where do they go? What is, what's the next film then? What do they do? I think that actually segues really well into our next topic, okay? Uh-oh. So let's, let's talk about Bad Ape. Yeah. Because I think that's the key to the franchise. Okay. I love Bad Ape. So do I. So I, do I. I wasn't sure if anybody else, because he was it's just tricky. the right amount of comic relief without being uh, Jar Jar. Uh-huh. Like, he wasn't, like, stupid, funny, stupid, klutzy. He yeah. was... He was. That'd be hard to write, though, wouldn't it? Because you don't know how yeah. the, mm-hmm. the the video landers are going to see yeah. him on screen. Exactly. Is he going to be Jar Jar? But I, I did write... I was like... I thought Steve Zahn was great. Yeah, he was fantastic. fantastic. He was fantastic mm-hmm. as him. And I... And I just... I can't talk enough about the visuals of this film. No. He oh, looked so like good. a puppet at times. He looked yeah. like he was... There he was lived in, like it was unbelievable. But he was such a unique character. He brought levity to this movie because this did. movie is so bleak. That's two mm-hmm. things I wanted to touch on. It's so dark, visually dark. You know, I, th- I felt like it needed, and it had it a couple times, but I felt like it needed a little bit more balance with just light. There's like when they're out, when they meet Nova, wow. they're outside, there's like natural light. But from the very beginning, there's snow. It's dark. It's inside. It's like I was gonna say, a lot of its interior. I felt like, like, uh, like you know, when you live in Alaska and it's dark all the time. I felt like I was getting that syndrome in the theater. I'm like, I need some light. I need some daylight here because it's so dark. They're always inside or snow or you know clouds. Like I need some light. So I wish they had had a little bit more of that. Um, But yeah, they needed some levity because this is such a heavy film. And he he brought just the right amount of it, thankfully. Yeah. I was thinking that when I first saw him, as the film progressed, I was thinking, well, we actually do need this character because he's a nice... He breaks up... He breaks up the darkness of the film, like you said. He provides commentary on what's going on. Elsewhere. Um, yeah. yeah, elsewhere yeah. in the world, like he was, exactly. uh, what he was raised in a zoo. Yeah, and right. he learned to to speak. He thinks his name is Batty because how humans treated him. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I feel like great. he's more of a tragic comic yeah. character rather than just a straight up um, sidekick character. And he has an eye for fashion too, which I respect. <laughs> yeah. He did have some pretty sweet outfits. <laughs> yeah, yeah he did. you like that scene where he comes out? And he he's just got his little vest. jacket in his hat. That, yeah, that yeah. got a big laugh in the theater when I was pretty. <laughs> he gives everybody a there. thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what I think you asked me where I want this yeah. to go. I think Bad Ape's the key because they talk about if they do a fourth one that's not connected to because this movie was what two years after Dawn. Right, uh, I think it I takes place that. a few years after. I think it's it's uh, three years after. It's it can't be. Okay. I know it's two or three. Mm-hmm. There, it's right afterwards. Yeah. Um. I. This is the first time that we have other apes out there that can talk True. that have right. been affected. Yeah. And you get a lot in this one that leads further into the other ones. It makes me think. All right. 
if bad apes out there, mm-hmm. Caesar's out there with his tribe. Okay, mm-hmm. we've seen that. You know, Koba had his own following. All yeah. right. Yeah. How many other tribes of apes are there out there with people like Koba mm-hmm. or people that are gray? You know, yes, yeah. kind of see them like, both ways because when you get to Charleston Heston in Planet of the Apes, nineteen sixty-eight. The apes treat humans like shit. Like, yeah. right now, there's a right. connection. Yeah, right yeah. now, there's a connection. It's like, man, you know, like especially with Nova. You yeah, know, there's yeah. there's this connection here between apes and hum- human. She brings but some humanity to it. What's interesting is if you remember, if, as far as I can can remember, the original ones, it felt like the orangutans in those were like the professorial ones. So it makes sense that Maurice is the more level-headed, yeah. uh, compassionate one. Because then when you get into the future, although they are a bit like... There's, all of them are still kind of bigoted towards humans in the yeah. in the later one, but but at least, even lies, at least they're kind of developing those those yeah. Because uh, Doctor Zayas, like he's the one who shuts off the he calls it the uh, I forget the what the forbidden zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't go out there because if you go too far, you're going to find out that there was humanity, yeah. and he doesn't want people to know that. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I so I think that. If we're going to do more movies, we have to get to that point. Yeah. Why do they hate humans so much? Why yeah. is it? Because, I mean, it's it's pretty clear it's yeah. it's the ape's way, you yeah. know? Um, there's no room for one, not even one human, sure. you know? Yeah. So I think the best way to get there is do a fourth film, do a fifth film. If you want to, do another trilogy. I don't know how far they want to go, but we start bringing in, um, they all start going to the desert, right? Yeah. Um, and you start having these, you, you have different Types of apes, yeah. well, different like ideology. You said, yeah, like you said, there there were apes that followed Koba. I mean, they did uh, fear, but but they followed him. There yeah. were some. Um, so, I and, think, and, I and think in this movie, the had the the gorilla that sided with the humans. For yeah, let's see different societies, different apes that's been through different trials and different mm-hmm. journeys, um, coming together and having to create a planet of apes. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. I think that would be amazing. Um, but yeah, something else I want to say about this movie is my my main takeaway from this movie is I am so thrilled that this was an ape-centric movie. Mm -hmm. This is a Planet of Apes movie. Like, man, I say 90% of this movie is apes. Yeah. Dawn was a pretty good split. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking this whole time, I'm in the theater, I'm like, man, can you imagine, again, all the effects that went into every shot, every scene? It is... It is unbelievable. Um, So I just wanted to give another shout to that. I just... It's really cool that there's a franchise out there that... They know that it's more important to have good characters, mm-hmm. and if these characters are apes, then so be it. You right. know, and, and they treat these characters with respect. And if more movies start doing that, I don't care if you're superhero movies or sure. Transformers movies. Mm-hmm. You know, um, give these characters some depth. If the ape yeah. franchise can do it, mm-hmm. anybody yeah. can do it. So I, I really have Just a lot of respect your characters. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. trust your writing. Yeah, great. Um, and that's just to go back real quick to like Dawn. That's what I, one of the things that shocked me, but I loved about Dawn is just those quiet moments between apes sign language you know there, there's no dialogue yeah. but like you're so they're so believable these characters are so into it like it doesn't even matter they're just good characters yeah. that you want to know what they're saying know what they're doing know what they're going through and follow them yeah yeah and the film does the entire trilogy I mean this film as well it does a really good job of establishing what ape society is like and that it's it's rem, is reminiscent of human type societies but at, and also, I mean, especially like Native American uh, societies and tribes, which I think maybe there's something intentional there, but or allusion to th- throughout this. But just that, yeah, they have their own belief system, and it's really fleshed out. So you don't even think of them as these, 
you know, genetically modified apes. You just think yeah. of them as characters, as their own beings. Yeah, they're like they're they're just their own autonomous characters right. that are very believable, and mm-hmm. so it works. It's 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 uh, if you reflect on it, it's a pretty amazing thing to like go to a movie and just watch CGI apes for like ninety. No, seriously, and be like, that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> like, seriously, like, you couldn't get away with that. 20, and, 30 and years ago. We talked about it a little bit, but Maurice, you know, just fantastic. Yeah, I fantastic. really like how he's such an old soul. How he just, just yeah. how he's, he's wise, and benevolent. Vibe. benevolent. Yeah. yeah. Um, how he's um, so calm, um, very, very open. Very kind hearted, too. Yeah, yeah, very open with his emotions. I mean, he's the one who cares the most about Nova. Is, yeah. Is it a coincidence? I don't want to, like, I don't want to. Is it a coincidence that he's played by a woman? Like, the, the, the actor that plays him is a woman. Is that yeah, why, so. is that why he, he comes off more it. motherly? It might and, add to and, that performance. It might. Right. I don't know. You're talking about that. I think uh, the guy who plays Rocket, I think, played King Kong in Skull Island. Really? I think so. He did the Should motion be. capture for that. Okay. So. Uh, but Rocket was fantastic. Rocket was too. great. He looked like I he was on some steroids, though, didn't he? He looked, he looked bigger, ripped. didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There is a scene I want to talk about with Rocket, though, that, because I do love Rocket, okay? I think... I like how they I think fleshed his, out his character. I think his main fun. squad is great, but I want to talk about, there's a uh, there's a scene in the third act mm-hmm. where he rescues the children. He he sets up a plan that rescues the children. It looked like Caesar was going to come up with a plan, but I don't yeah. know how he could have came up with a plan, because it was Rocket who threw shit yeah. at the guy's face, all right? <laughs> yeah, um, that was awesome. Yeah. It was, but... I have to believe that their plan will work, okay? Yeah. And like you watch Great Escape, okay? They they go through their trials and their tribulations, but you know, I mean, after a two-hour runtime, the way they got out was smart. It was thought, you know, thought out. And I don't buy for a minute that this plan works, yeah. okay? Because I, I I leaned over to um, a friend that I was watching the movie with, Brandon, and then my wife when I was watching it. So the plan was to throw shit at his face. Mm-hmm. And then that plan is to get him down the stairs. Okay? He has to go inside the cell. Yeah. Stand in his Shut the fuck. door. What the fuck? Yeah. I would never do that. I would put my gun through <laughs> yeah. the, the 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 jail cell. Mm-hmm. Okay? The cell and I'd be like, "Okay, I'm going to kill you, you, you until <laughs> I find out who threw shit in my face." Yeah. Okay? You don't go in. Yeah. That blew my mind that he would actually walk in a cell of all these huge, intelligent, monster-looking <laughs> apes, right? And then shut the fucking door behind him. And then stand in the right spot where they could come up from the ground and grab him. <laughs> I need one scene. I need <laughs> yeah. one scene yeah. where, at the beginning, when they're all doing their slave labor, he goes in there. He goes mm-hmm. in the cell at nighttime or something, drunk, mm-hmm. and he just beats a couple of them. That's like yeah. the thing he does. Yeah. But they never show us anything like that. He just goes in the cell and shuts the fucking yeah. door. And then what has to happen? He has to walk in the exact spot yeah. in the middle of the fucking cell, okay? Yeah. If all of that didn't happen, the kids, the little monkey yeah. children, would not make it out. <laughs> you I don't to... buy a fucking yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit that just, plan sucks. It's a bit of a stretch to think that he's that gullible that he allows the ape to actually lead him to the exact same spot. And I then shuts the door. Head. Yeah, right. <laughs> and yeah. then stands on the fucking X that marks the spot Yeah. so the little yeah. monkey children can escape. I hate that scene yeah. because they even show you the breadth of that scene. Mm. Right, and I'm like thinking to myself, okay, well, oh, you look so, at- I, I do remember thinking, like, is he the only fucking guard on right now? Like <laughs> well, nobody yeah, else Nova, is watching any Nova's, of this happening. Nova's going from 
each side of the fucking compound, yeah. giving them fucking. And there's a grains. shot where she's running, and there's like guys walking right by. Like they they don't see any yeah. of this happening. They have like three guys on at night. Okay, you have <laughs> you have Caesar under lock and key, right? Yeah. If you have Saddam Hussein, okay, yeah. you have any of the these any of the the evil world leaders, right? Mm-hmm. Any leader that would pose a threat. That can you know get his people you know like riled up. Yeah. Are you not gonna keep an eye on this guy even if he's half dead? Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of give what they might have been going for that in the sense that they could have been thinking, well, we don't think much of these apes. We think they're beneath us, and that's that's a bit because well, earlier Woody Harrelson, the Colonel, he was like, "Wow, you're fucking smart," because he was like, "I don't yeah. think the, I think the troops are coming to you." Okay, um, it, the troops aren't coming to you to join you. They're coming to kill you, you yeah. know, because I put A yeah. and B together. So he knows like, he's smart. Yeah. And w- once you get that, it's like, okay, you're going in the fucking closet yeah. in my bedroom. And we got six lock- guys around you. <laughs> All the time. All the time. Expect Because you see yeah. earlier in the, in, the, yeah. in the labor camps, you know, he just says, leave him alone. Yeah. And yeah. he almost starts something there. You can't afford that as the colonel. Sure. Right. I mean, so, it's only then where he learned his lesson and he decides to make him one of the workers. Yeah. And he really starts to um, discipline him, whipping him and all that. But I like a good escape scene. Like, you look yeah. back at Rise, though. Rise was fantastic where they're, like, signaling to each other and mm-hmm. they're setting up their little coop, you yeah. know? And yeah, right. I love all that. But here, it's like they tried to go back to that, but then they just... I, I, I'm, I can't take that scene. Yeah. I've watched it twice now. I don't want to see that scene again. And it really sucks because I even love the music that's going on there. I think yeah. the music, everything looks great. But that plan is pure I dog think in shit. their head when they wrote it or you know on the page, they're like, oh, that sounds great. That's a great kind of escape. But they yeah. didn't think through yeah. the actual reality of it. It looks yeah. better. Do you think that plan would, than you think that would work? Believable, yeah. So it wouldn't work. No, but it's, it, it's not. Yeah. If, if all those things have to fall in line, then it's, it's and they really did. not that bad. He had to go, he had to, he had to, to yeah. step on the X that marks the spot, man. Yeah. Um, but I have to give some love to Toby Kebble. He came back for a little bit to, to play Koba. Right. I love yeah. those those little hallucinations. Yeah, those I thought that I thought that was great because Koba's such a, a great character. I'm yeah. glad that they brought him back in, in that way. And yeah. it was a different, it was a different type of Koba, too. It wasn't, it was more of a Koba that... Well, because it's in Caesar's head, it's a Koba that understands Caesar, um, who has the wisdom of being in his in you know that situation of wanting to become more human than ape, or at least embracing the human side of him. So, just the way he seems wise about, well, you better be careful, or this is what's going to happen to you, or that that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I did like the incorporation of donkeys, too. You know, the apes would um, work for the other team. You know, yeah. I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Like, that... winner. I like the albino gorilla winner. Yeah, like he, he was cool. He brought a, cool. a different look, too, than, yeah, to the absolutely. rest of the, the, uh, yeah. the apes or gorillas. So mm-hmm. I liked him. Yeah. Um, and then Red. Red was really cool. Um, Red was the, the, the main gorilla that worked for... Um, the Colonel. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one that has the big character arc as the... As the film goes on, so yeah. you get that payoff at the end. Yeah. And there's a, and I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on this movie a lot, but I really did have a lot of problems with this movie, and that's just it is what yeah. it is. Yeah. But um, Red, I liked Red, but the idea behind the other apes um, kind of defecting, mm-hmm. 
I like it better if they just lined up with Koba's ideologies, okay? Like, he, mm-hmm. they just want to uh, follow his path because they agree with him. Mm-hmm. It sounds like from this movie that Red and even Winter, um, actually more so Red, all the apes that are donkeys, mm-hmm. that it's not because they agreed with Koba, it's that they did for a little bit, and now that they're, they're scared of what um, Caesar will do to them, for following um, Koba. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't seem like the case. It seems like he would bring them back in open arms and be like, I get it, some shit went down. Um, Koba, cause Koba can twist you. Yeah, But you didn't know? Red say something like he wasn't scared of of Caesar? Am I thinking well, of something I different? Well, I mean, that's one of the favorite lines I have in the movie where he's talking about... I have it on my. It didn't. Didn't. But didn't they, they, Caesar they, say something like, "You don't have to be afraid of me" or something? He said, "Like I'm not afraid of you." Well, he said, "He said I said he's not afraid of him." And he said, um, "I can take care of myself, or um, I'm going to save myself." And then Caesar yeah. says, "Was there left to save?" Like oh, you've yeah. completely gone over yeah. to the yeah. side of the humans, and you've renounced your. He hasn't been like but, a Darth. Wasn't moment. there was a line yeah. though? Wasn't there talking about how the apes that sided with Koba in San Francisco mm-hmm. that they. Um, feared Caesar's retaliation for following Koba. I don't remember that specifically, but... That's cool if that's, like, yeah. one or two, but I like it better if there's just a bunch of... Yeah. Pe- like, a bunch of... Because it's really cool. Like, Dawn, I never thought about it after Dawn. I, automatically, in my perfect little world, yeah. I figured all the the apes went back to Caesar. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that's not the case. You know, you had some that, that split from Caesar and was still doing some pretty evil shit, probably, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it's better that way if there's just... Two different trains of thoughts on how this world runs now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I thought. I mean, I was when I first saw that. I didn't, I guess, give it too much thought about why the donkeys are what they are. I just thought they well, the humans somehow managed to get to them to become pack animals. Which I mean, yeah. it's interesting because, um, well, especially because that sets up the first shot where you see that that. Um, gorilla right behind the human. You think, oh, well, he's going to attack him because he's he's siding with he's one of Caesar and his apes. But then you mm-hmm. find out that he's helping him. Um, so I mean, that was interesting. But um, yeah, the only they're really the only one who be who we know why he becomes a, like a, a donkey is is winner because he says that um, well the colonel was going to he because he's afraid that the colonel's going to threaten to kill him if he doesn't do what he, he's, he's he what the colonel tells him to do but um that was a great scene too yeah. when they took out winter yeah. oh yeah that was great when they suffocated him yeah that in was super tent. cool in the tent yeah that was mm-hmm. awesome yeah um but what about uh the i think okay a missed opportunity with red okay mm-hmm. i think because i loved red like how he yeah he was not afraid of caesar yeah. okay <clears throat> he he seemed like um it's a complicated world, you mm-hmm. know, and it seems like he just thinks that he might be able to survive, you know, maybe a little bit better on the other team, yeah. you know? Yeah. But I think it's a fucking missed opportunity at the end because he does come around, you know? Right. It takes him fucking 10 minutes up right. on that fucking scaffolding to yeah. come around. Yeah. This but, is Darth moment. He's like, what do yeah, I do? Yeah. What do I do? But what do I do? It, it's, again, there's so many different scenarios that I'm watching in this movie, and I, I can think of as a viewer, like, I wish you would do this. Yeah. And... So he saves Caesar, right? right. Blows that, yeah. pre- blows yeah. preacher to kingdom come, right? Oh, yeah. And then he just stands there mm. until he gets his head blown off. Yeah. 
And in the meantime, all these apes are getting mowed down by machine guns. Yeah. Blow him up. And it takes them a second to know what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He could have turned around and killed all of them. I think the reason why I think that's a better scene is because I think Red would have been a great a great um, addition to the future movies. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Someone who leads the Exodus with, with uh, Caesar. Caesar dies. Maybe he doesn't, you know, take uh, take charge. But he's um, he's he goes on that journey with them, and mm-hmm. he pays for those sins, yeah. you know. And then he helps them uh, relocate and then flourish in this promised land. Yeah. I think that is better than just Red standing up there, sacrificing his life, and then yeah. getting his head blown off. I, I think that there's more meat to his yeah. character that we could have explored in another film. Yeah, I mean, it makes it more of a tragic moment that no, he just reached this moment of redemption only to die. But how would you like that in another sense. film? We have Batty, cool. you have Rocket, yeah. you have Maurice, and then yeah, you have yeah, Red. Mm-hmm. I think it would have brought a lot of balance to it. It would have because yeah. now you have somebody that sided with the humans for a bit. It kind of came around, so but so he's able to maybe see. I think they missed some meat sides. there, man. I really yeah, do. Right. Yeah. yeah. Anything else you guys want to talk about apes before we get into our main human, uh, one of our main humans here, Nova? Mm. Uh, well, I do want to mention Lake since we haven't brought mm, her up yeah, yet. Yeah. Nice. Um, I she was did. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> you, like the, you like the dreads? Yeah, you. Or get the, to, not the dreads. You the do peeps. get to see some ape titty for a little bit. <laughs> um, I she didn't say a whole lot, but she does seems to have a good head on her shoulders. Um, you can tell she's pretty intelligent. Uh, I liked how the she took the lead among the apes in the prison a little bit when the humans had some dude Caesar, especially that scene where oh, she like bolder. yeah, where oh, she yeah, put yeah. the rock on red so she can see why you can see why. Uh, Caesar actually liked her as a match for his for son. son yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she looked pretty badass then. So I, was, I, she, yeah. was she in Dawn at all? Did she? Make no, it? she's no. a new character. Yeah. Yeah. So she's I, a yeah, nice I like that character. Yeah, I liked her. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see her moving forward as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like, did you see that one orangutan that uh, you know the one that got shot right next to Caesar? Yeah, which part? Um, at the the labor camp, he he was the one getting whipped. And then they both got drugged up to the front, dragged up to the front. Oh, and then and he, he shot, just, like, shoots him. He shoots him. Right. Um, the first time I saw him, like, earlier in the movie, too, there's, because there's not too many orangutans. He was yeah. kind of thin, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, like, very thin, but he had a baby, too, next to him. Mm-hmm. So... You know Zayas? Ah, uh, could be. <laughs> I was hoping, I was hoping they would drop be. that. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be yeah. tight. Because mm-hmm. Zayas is so cool, man. I yeah. love Zayas. Mm-hmm. Well, in a bad, he's, like, he's a cool villain. Mm-hmm. He you is. know? Um, but yeah, so I, that would have yeah. been neat. But let's talk off, to, off track real quick. Yeah, yeah. In, in the original Apes at the end, isn't Zayas the one that, like, you can see he has some, like, connection to this little doll? Don't they find a well, doll? He know, cause, well, he knows. He knows about the yeah. humans. But, like, I felt like he had, like, a little, some sort of connection with a child or something like that. So it, it would just be interesting if that kind of, there's that thing with maybe the orangutans playing through where. Yeah. It's it's still in him a little bit from. It's Yeah, it's, it's so funny. Whoever. And I'm sure you guys can. I uh, can agree, but some of your favorite movies, like I love Planet of the Apes, but I haven't watched it in three or four years probably. Yeah. I think, it's funny, it's, it sucks you can't remember, like, you yeah. know, this is the problem at the end, especially when it's such a great science fiction movie. Um, at the end, I think that he had some doubt 
that the humans could uh, could talk or yeah. that they could create something so intricate as a doll, maybe? Yeah. I forget. So I uh, somebody's out there like, man, you're a fucking dumbass. <laughs> yeah. No, no, shoot we'll about watch it again, fuckers. <laughs> so, we'll watch it. Yeah, I'm actually going to watch all of them. Um, because, you know what? There's some great Easter eggs in this. Like, um, yeah, let me know if you watch it. Maybe I can swing by and okay. watch one or two. I remember when we were kids, I, I don't know if they were like just on TV, like on USA or some shit. Mm-hmm. But I remember eight marathons yeah, like on a weekend yeah, like yeah. where they would show Conquest and Battle Beneath yeah. well, it gets, so it gets super them. geeky later because yeah. like um, the uh, the Planet of the Apes they find Taylor's ship later on after mm-hmm. he goes off into the Forbidden Zone they find his ship they soup it up they go back up in the sky and then they land back in 1960 so it, it becomes like a full circle and that's how the Planet of the Apes starts kind of right Yeah, and really interesting because it's, it's all over um the Taylor landing on Planet of the Apes. Interesting. Yeah, and then there's even a, a great one where, um, you know, like pets, there's a pet virus. Dogs and cats start dying off. So mm-hmm. humans start keeping, you know, apes as pets. You know, so there's some really interesting Absolutely. social yeah, commentaries and stuff. Those, yeah, yeah, there's some interesting stuff going on. But, um, and then in this, you have the colonel's, um, his his military unit is called Alpha Omega, mm-hmm. and beneath the Planet of the Apes, um, that's the, uh, the the mutants, the human mutants. They are worshiping this nuclear bomb, right? That has the Alpha Omega symbol on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So just some cool stuff like yeah, that. It seemed like there are a lot of interesting ties to the original franchise. Yeah, and yeah. and Nova as well. Nova. Nova is Taylor's main squeeze in Planet yeah. of the Apes and she's hot in Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> but what do you guys think about Nova? I liked her... She's a linchpin. A bit. I mean, I believe that she did an adequate job of filling the role as the sympathetic human. Because in this film, that's all you get. I mean, you get, We need that connection, I think. Right, because in the previous films, you got several of those type of characters. In this film, really, she's the only one uh, I thought the actress who played her did as good, as a pretty good job. I mean, as portraying her as a very altruistic, um, sympathetic character, very cares very much about the apes. I mean, I kind of just had to believe it right off the bat that she's that type of person because well, we don't learn about about her backstory. But that's <laughs> interesting though because she almost had like no emotional reaction to her dad. I know, down right? The street. But then I have another big issue with but that. Then, uh, yeah. Luca I mean, dies. But then Luca dies, and she loses his shit, and she she's fucking crying. Like, you've known him for like a day, yeah. And, and you know that, that their relationship that. had to be somewhat healthy because you know yeah. the colonel says that you know people. The reason that the dad took her out there was yeah. because the colonel's killing anybody with the virus. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I don't understand. Like, she does, she doesn't she does not even shed she a just, tear. She like, looks at him and then walks the over ground. and then she cries her fucking eyes out when Luca dies. I don't get it. That was very weird. I caught that too. How can you see that in the dailies yeah. or and be like, if, okay, well, we need to tweak things here, especially yeah. when you and I are not even connected to this movie for a whole fucking year and a half, two yeah. years, and we're picking up on this. It's like, how can you miss these simple beats? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. This is this is like turning was, into a Dark Knight Rises for me, man. I mean, that's yeah, bad, but I understand that you can't have her be completely emotionless when you see the character die. So you have to have the right sort of balance of like how how emotional do you get to seeing this character die? But I there mean, needed to be some balance. Yeah, I mean, she was like distraught over Luca, and she didn't even shed a single. I tear mean, for Luca her did 
uh, show of kindness to her about giving her the flower and all that, and then of course she gives like, the flower back to Luca. So I mean, what's that's more nice important, like you said, more important getting a flower. Yeah, right. what's more important getting a flower or There's someone taking backstory. you out to the woods? You know, so you get killed by the girl. Maybe her, maybe her, her dad risked his life to get her to that little village <laughs> so she could fucking survive. I know. And she's like, well, he's dead now. Or, or I, don't I feel sorry for that guy now, dude. I know. Yeah. Or you just have to maybe think that he wasn't such a great father. Maybe maybe he was a dick. But then show that. Show him like smack around a little bit. Again, You're like, oh, okay. He's something like this only takes a, a, it's a few scenes. Yeah. yeah. You know? She doesn't say a goddamn yeah. thing about her dad the rest of the movie. No. Have him right up to the little village. Yeah. You know, her and her dad are walking around. He's slapping her upside the head, telling her to pick up <laughs> right. sticks and shit. Yeah. And then the dad's like, okay, you can yeah. tell at least yeah. a little bit the guy was a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And you know what? Right. Like, I even no, looked up. No, it doesn't Wik- matter. She doesn't cry. Wikipedia has been wrong before. Yeah. But I get the impression before going to Wikipedia that it's her dad. And yeah. Wikipedia describes it as her as the dead. Yeah. So okay. it wasn't some fuck nut stranger, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. taking her out to the cabin. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So yeah, I I don't understand that either. But she was pretty much a like I I do agree that they needed her for that connection, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely mm-hmm. to show that humanity. Um, but her her overall great greater purpose is just to be a linchpin. Yeah. Because at the end of this movie, that doll that she's carrying is what gives the colonel the infection mm. and kills him off. You know, so she's yeah. that hidden grenade in the screenplay that's going to take out your villain. <laughs> you know? Oh, okay. I didn't even think of that. I didn't. That, I didn't that, think that, about that until like I saw it in, in that, another that, review. That that's the what that's, that's what affected him was the doll. Right. Oh, yeah, okay. well, because because he ha- he has it with her, and it, well, he says earlier in the movie that oh, that's right, because he finds it in the. Yeah. In the pen where he's at, and he's like, how did he, how did this get in here? Yeah, because later, earlier on in the movie, he says that not only does he kill the men, but he burns their clothes. Mm-hmm. He does everything to keep that virus at bay. Yeah. And boom, what does he have in his hand is this, would you pick yeah. that shit up either? <laughs> not even know where it's going I don't know where he's been. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Fuck, he you should, know. yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's a hardcore gentleman. That, now I'm just being what the fuck is this? And then next thing you know, you're dead. You know, yeah. Carol's moment. I suppose. Yeah, happens. curiosity. Any specific scenes? Favorite scenes? Did you guys want to point out before we close up? Oh, I I just liked all the standoffs that Caesar had. I mean, this, of course, like the standoff that he has. Um, all the ones with the Colonel. The very that one with the, the last where he one. shows his teeth and he gets super pissed. Yeah. Oh, that was great. I mean, just well, the, also just that moment where he's so he's so. Um, determined to get the colonel that he climbs up the rope the colonel cuts the rope and he falls that's yeah. that's a pretty cool moment oh in the waterfall yeah yeah um, would, would you say that Nova was she wasn't so primitive yet that she was a dumbass right no she's just, no. She's just mute no okay she's so because she helps um, that whole plan out right when they're in the sewers she's helping Maurice mm-hmm. and bad ape yeah okay so she's intelligent she's, yeah she just, she's just can't she's, speak. Yeah. So she's why the functional. fuck does she think she's an ape? Uh, that's a bit of a stretch <laughs> to say that she renounces her humanity. And See, I don't think it was like that. I think that she, her I dad had to have been a dick. Yeah, that's because she had to have found some sort yeah. of comfort and solace with Maurice. I just and, and need that thing. Yeah. yeah, I know. Because I hated you this do. guy was so awesome. Yeah. This and guy's like call, dad we're, of the and we're sitting at this table and I call him a fucking yeah. peckerwood. Yeah. There's, you know? a, there's a scene inside his little his little hut that says dad of the year in right. there. Like, yeah. I mean the only thing that the reason why you might think he's a bad person is just because he tries to shoot the apes instead of befriend them, but I mean there I'm sure there are a lot of good people who would rather shoot yeah. the apes to defend themselves. Well, cause right. I, don't think yeah. it's, I don't think it's yeah. her denouncing her humanity. I think cause yeah. she's she's like brave. Yeah. She's like he goes, You're brave and she goes Brave, yeah. and he's like, like ape, and she goes, 
am I, am I an ape? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no fucking ape. <laughs> yeah. You just helped it, us organize was... this goddamn monkey plan, okay? Yeah. I know that was dumb as shit, but still, <laughs> you're not a fucking ape. You're a human. Yeah. She's going to get, get fucked six ways a Sunday, isn't she? Well, she ends up with a, in a little skimpy outfit in a in a jail cell. So it's fun, like Caesar, Caesar's so. dying up against a tree, and he's just looking out at, like, you know, the promised land. And yeah. I don't know what the fuck she's doing. She's just, like, playing, like, tag or something. Maybe. <laughs> with all the fucking Did you see her back there or something yeah, she's, around? Like, she's, like, pushing bad ape, oh, right? Yeah. And then she's, like, like just, like, touching... Uh, maybe she, Cornelius. Maybe, she, maybe, she, maybe at the very end she goes full retard or something. And, maybe, and then you're like, okay. And then you see her like 20 years later in a jail cell. You're like, yeah, all right. She's okay. Fuck you, it. Yeah, she was. She was a good. She was getting pretty stupid. She was a great linchpin. <laughs> it worked. Um, I mean, he named her after a fucking Chevy Nova, so she's not that bright. Yeah. So. Uh, I did want to give a special shout out to the locations for. Oh, good call. Good call. Um, they just look really good. Uh, they're. Just um, many of them were very creative. I was I was pleasantly surprised, like the the ski slopes um, location, how well that worked for the chase scene. Yeah, I thought um, this movie looked great, man. Yeah, um, and then there's oh, you the have, horses. You mean like that? Yeah. yeah, and then you have Caesar's new base in the caves by the yeah, waterfall. Yeah, fantastic. You have the base, which uh, I want an art book. Very expensive. Yeah, cool. Looked really good. Um, Their base the seemed a lot of like. Too. Uh, like what, like Helm's Deep or something? Like they're tucked yeah. away in the in the uh, mountains there, yeah. right next to an uh, avalanche. Right next to uh, an avalanche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about uh, Baby Ape's um, location? Where where was that? Was that like a souvenir shop or something? Because he it looked like there was a it was something. Bad, a bad ape. What did I say? He's a baby ape. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> who the fuck was baby ape? It was like, I mean, since it was near ski slopes, maybe I was thinking like it was a, a fancy ski lodge or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd have to see it again to try to pick out yeah. more of. Mm-hmm. What that place was? Yeah, it could have been. I mean, well, he was—he he was hiding in like a fireplace, a big right. fireplace. It, it looked it like it was like from a, a pretty wealthy family, or yeah. like I said, it's just a fancy ski lodge. Yeah, but it looked great. Yeah, yeah. there were a lot of good locations. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my biggest issue was it was just so dark because because the, the the scene that pops into my head is like when they're on the horseback going to the village where they find Nova. Like mm-hmm. I, I love that natural light scene; they just look so amazing in it. So, what do you think of the like what do you think of the close ups in this? There's a lot of close ups. Yeah, I meant to talk about that. I have issues when there's too many close-ups, oh. and that's there was like this this push and pull with me. It's like push up. I'm like, oh, it's it's so close. Like I, I don't necessarily need that close of a shot. But at the same time, I like I'm like, oh, that looks fucking amazing. Yeah, those shots so, have like, the balls. It they? looks amazing, and it's so bold for them to go that close. I don't know if they needed to go that close. Yeah, every I mean? scene, so I was like, like trying, especially the second time around, I was trying to find flaws, yeah. right? And I yeah. no. It, this movie is well, perfect. And that's man, one note I had here. Image. And that's one note I had here. It's like, I think 20 years from now, this movie's going to, it's going to hold up. Yeah. Like, this isn't like putting a rubber monkey mask on your mm-hmm. fucking face. Like, they looked lived in in this world. Like, they, they, yeah. they matched perfectly. That's what sucks. This is like, because I love Batman Begins. I love Dark Knight. This is literally my Dark Knight Rises, though. Of it's not the as bad as Dark Knight Rises. It's not, not as not bad. bad. It's not as no. bad. But it, yeah. I can't, it, like, it, when I get to that third act, I'm serious. I can't watch that fucking plan because I know that plan fails. Yeah. There's no, there's no, uh, yeah. there's no safe haven for these little monkey kids. Yeah. If the you only, ask me, the only redemption for me for that is just the coda with them dying up in the mountains and the apes being all happy. Um, Caesar having achieved his mission. And, Where's your, like, Ewok ceremony? Yeah at the end there where they're all like 
Oh, love. <laughs> I think that's what she was trying Hold to up. do with you know, maybe uh, she was trying to get a Cornelius dance going. <laughs> I, and I, I wanted to end my thoughts with um, the score. I thought the score was great. Um, Assault of the Earth. I think that is the theme. I looked up the the, uh, the soundtrack yeah. before uh, this episode tonight, that, yeah. and uh, that waterfall. Um, seeing the waterfall base when Colonel comes in and takes them out, you start hearing original uh, yeah. hints of the Planet of the Apes. Is it like thing. that kind of the fluty yeah. stuff? Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, that. I don't recall ever hearing that in Dawn or Rise. I was like, I think that's a hint towards... I love that. I love that yeah. theme. Um, Planet of the Escapes, um, mm-hmm. I believe that. Because uh, what sucks, too, is the, the, the scene that I'm hating on so much... With the children, that escape scene, mm-hmm. that music there is spot yeah. on. Even when that guy falls through the through the ground, mm-hmm. the music picks back up, and it's so good. Yeah. It's so you know carefully constructed. I'm just like, how did you fuck up the scene when everything else <laughs> looks good? The music's good, everything fits. Um, and then another one, uh, tied in the affairs of apes, and then more red than alive. The, I thought this score. Was fantastic. And I it really starts love this right off the bat with the uh, modified 20th Century Fox fanfare, which really yeah. surprised the heck out of me when I first oh, started. Yeah. I thought, "What's going on? Oh, this is really cool." So yeah, yeah. Also, see, who did who did the music? Michael Giacchino. Did he yeah. really? He was really good. God, they yeah. does fucking everything nowadays. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason for it because you were just talking that he did versatile. Did he do Spider-Man Homecoming? You think you're saying he did Spider-Man? He did. Uh, How does he do all that? Rogue I think One, he did. I believe. He's done several yeah. Pixar films. He's in a lot yeah. of Pixar. He did Ratatouille. Because to this day, the yeah. Planet of the Apes score st- still sends like shivers up my spine. The when they're, one. Yeah, when they're going through the desert and they're mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's going on and why are these apes, you know, hurting them like yeah. cattle. Yeah. It just it, it, that music is so you know just terrifying, oh, yeah. just terrifying. But so closing thoughts. Anything that you guys want to add? Um, anything at all before we close up? Uh, just my general impressions were that I, for the most part, really liked how the. A lot of the film played out, how it ended the trilogy, um, how we followed the characters from beginning to end, and how they really had what I felt to be a complete journey so that they're characters that we really care about. Um, I've rarely cared about um, characters throughout a trilogy as much as I have for this one, especially like the season Reese's friendship and... Um, you can't get more dead than this franchise after Tim Burton. You know, yeah. they really... They really did take a lot of franchise. balls to be like, let's right. do Planet of the Apes. You're like, uh-huh. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Like, did you see Tim Burton movies? Yeah, right. You want to do that? Yeah. But they but they came at it at such a fresh angle. Very they ambitious. Really did. Very ambitious. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, this is still one of my favorite trilogies. I think it still will be. Um, it had its flaws, like you said. Um, but I think... Um, what were you talking? I think yeah, I, was, I was listening to your Spider-Man. Like, even if there's some flaws, at least fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I still. But see, enjoy, that's the I, thing. This one wasn't really as because it's bleak. It's you bleak. Know what I'm saying it's not, it it's not fun. Like it was Spider-Man, still, in, it was still enjoyable film to watch, and I would love to watch it. You know, a few more times. Um, I'd love to sit down and watch all three of them. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it's it is a great character arc watching Caesar. Like yeah. you get fully invested in him and so this was circus this said he was, would come back too to either yeah. play another character or to play his son mm-hmm. so i'm all I, about I, that I, yeah, yeah i would look forward to it oh you got charlton heston's kid uh, yeah no doubt and he's, he's and he's a dude and he's actually up and coming too yeah that's actually yeah, a good thought be interesting but i want michael fassbender on that fucking icarus mm-hmm. i think that'd be, be good interesting. um but no i mean i like i said I, like i told you i think it's right now for me it's probably like 
a 3.5, 3.75. But I think it has some potential on, on rewatches to get up closer to like a four or something. It's, See, it's a solid. The, yeah. it's, for me, if you put them in order, I like Dawn the best. Then probably this one. Then probably Rise. Only because I fucking hate James Franco. Sorry, <laughs> James. But like... Aren't you glad and, they didn't bring him back? Yes. I'm, I'm <laughs> I was very looking glad for they that. I was him. looking for that. In I'm Dawn glad in he served one. his purpose and he was done. Yeah. Um, I'd have to go back and watch Rise again. Rise and this one are probably pretty even, but I, but I like, uh, I think I like this one better than that. But still, Dawn for me is, is, yeah. like, is the more fuller uh, you know, Yeah, I watched it twice, man. It's a, it's, a, it's a good mix of Revenge Western, Apocalypse Now. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't as entertained as I wanted to be uh, yeah. because of all those flaws. Mm-hmm. Um, there was even a problem. Did you watch Spider-Man Homecoming? I haven't seen it. Okay. No. There was even a problem in Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, I won't go into detail, but... Um, I didn't get to say too much on the podcast where Michael Michael Keaton's plan, I think, to get Spider-Man from point A to point B and then what yeah. he does to, to Spider-Man doesn't make any goddamn sense either. Yeah. Like, there's too many um, things that could go wrong, mm-hmm. right? It's never going to go down like that. Mm-hmm. Um, same way with my great escape scene here. But yeah. uh, there's, there's a lot of flaws I have in this. And I'll never be able to watch this and give it a four. I just won't be able to. There's so many problems I have with Nova. Yeah. To you know, um, with her with her dad, to the great escape scene, to Caesar, you know, leaving his camp mm-hmm. and then taking his best men with him, yeah. and then putting his 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 whole tribe in you know in peril, and then doing it again. <laughs> you know, I just I, there's so many issues I have with this movie that yeah. it, I was entertained. I think this yeah. movie looks amazing. It's mm-hmm. ambitious, mm-hmm. and my favorite thing, like I said earlier, is that uh, I think other other studios, other franchises need to. I don't care if you're fucking GI Joe. Or if you're fucking yeah. Transformers, you need to look at what they did with yeah. this trilogy. Right. You look at what they did to sixty percent of this movie, and there's a lot of great stuff going on. Um, like I said, the effects are yeah. astounding. The yes. score, so there's well, a lot of stuff to love here. Maybe later I can just shut my mind off on some of these scenes, but um, as of right now, I'm going to give it a three point five, and I hope they do a fourth one. Yeah, yeah. I give it a three point seven five, mainly for uh, Andy Serkis' Caesar, just how Phenomenal. just how much he carried the movie, it, the visual effects around him, the complete performance. Um, he's one of those rare characters for me that. I care for him like intrinsically just because of what he's done in the previous films and what he continues to do in this one. So, uh, yeah, 3.75 for me. Um, the only way maybe it could go higher if I could shut my mind off and, you know, like I said, like you said, ignore the. the yeah, it's it's never going to get top to easier do. to watch him desert his, <laughs> his no, family and everything. No. But and I would have given this movie a three point seven five. Maybe if the other military would have sent one fucking guy, yeah, to take out the colonel, yeah, because I can't get past that in my head. Mm, <laughs> they send the whole fucking <laughs> army, choppers and everything, fucking tanks. Well, we have this crazy colonel. What do we gotta do? Blow up a mountain. <laughs> Send everything we have to take out this crazy asshole. That's yeah. probably giving yeah the colonel too much credit. Yeah, I, think, I, think, I think so. Send everybody, and then he dies because of a doll. So yeah. you're a little too late. All right, where All right. can where can they find you? They can find me on Facebook in the Adventures in Video Land. They can find me on Twitter at travelingmat seventy seven. They can find me on Goodreads as well as my blog on WordPress. Uh, you can find me, Marshall, on uh, Facebook, the um, on Adventures in Video Land, and on Instagram uh, at Focus Jones. 
Right on. You can find me at adventuresinvideoland.com. Uh, you can find me on the Facebook page. Check us out on the website, Tumblr, Twitter. We're on the Twitter sphere. Uh, we're all over the place. Uh, so till next time, my good people. Peace out. Yeah.